In this week's episode, we're back with some more birthday news. Apparently, Mickey's 90th birthday will not be contained and threatens to spill over well into 2019. Not only will there be celebrations during his birthday month, but there will also be a huge art exhibit in New York and an epic mouse party that will take place at all parks worldwide. With Halloween time fast approaching, we've got a breakdown of all the must-buy food and beverage novelty items. Make sure you bring your wallet and your line legs. Also, DuckTales finale, D23 Expo tickets, the James Gunn controversy concludes, and more on this tropical episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> Made you look. Hey, I'm back. I see you're here. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, uh, I don't have a horse. Oh. Well, what, what am I? What am a I? A cowboy needs a horse. Needs a horse. What am I going to? What am I going to do with a saddle? Uh, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm back. And uh, Anthony's here. I'm here. And um, I went to Arizona, and we forgot to tell people that I was going to be gone. Yeah, you forgot to tell people that you were going to be gone. <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for repeating that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool. I had fun. But it was hot. It was hot tub hot up there. It was just... It was humid here. Yeah. Um, like hot tub. Like a hot tub Like a sauna. spa, like a sauna, yeah. Right. Like a walk-in sauna, but I didn't have to walk anywhere. <laughs> I didn't even have to open a door. That's crazy. If anything, I walked outside where it was slightly less humid, but it was still humid. It was wet. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to Arizona to go check out uh, some singing. Not in the rain, but there was rain involved. But That was later. So I went to go check out a concert up there for an alumni concert with uh, my nephew Alex, who was awesome, and it's just, he's just crazy good. He's like Josh Groban type of good. And if you don't believe me, I have a video to prove it, and he sang, raised me up. So it was really, really good, uh, awesome. And um, the, about the rain, there was a big thunderstorm, lightning, uh, wind, rain, and uh, about a four, three or four hour power outage. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so now you're talking about hot. There's no air conditioner going on. And I'm like, it's not bad. I'm used to this at home. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Uh, the lighting was awesome because the the skies were pretty clear. So you can see all the, the nice bolts of lightning in the sky. And uh, there was no Ghost Riders, though. I didn't see them. Damn it. I know. But, yeah, Arizona was fun. We went to the... We went to the lake. Um, Titicaca? No, <laughs> not that one. But uh, I don't remember what the name of it's called. I don't. I just know that there was like water and rocks and stuff like that. But it was pretty cool. Um, all the people that were, you know, on the wave runners and kayaks and uh, paddle boats out there. Mead? No, it wasn't Lake Mead. How? No, it's over there by uh, it's the Nevada area and um, that's all Bo- I had. Bullhead City and anyway, it was pretty cool. Nice. It was. It wasn't actually that hot when we were there, and but I spent most of my time underneath the canopy. You know, I wasn't trying to get any type of sunburn or melt or anything like that. <laughs> it was pretty cool. And while I was up there, I went to go check out Christopher Robin again. Cool. Have you seen it yet? No, not yet. Fail. I haven't gotten my A-list thing yet. So. Oh, okay. But yeah, I went to uh, go check it out. The kids want to go uh, check or go watch it. So went over there to go watch that, and um, I enjoyed it the second time. And I just, I love Eeyore. Eeyore's the bomb. Eeyore's the, Eeyore's the best. I think Eeyore uh, makes the whole movie. So if you guys haven't seen Christopher Robin yet, you need to. You need to go check it out. It's really good, and um, I'm pretty sure by now you don't have to worry about getting and finding a good seat. <laughs> so you could probably get there while the previews are playing because that's what we did. <laughs> we got there as we walked in right when the Disney logo was going up. So yeah, it was pretty cool. I had fun time in Arizona. I really didn't want to come back here, but I had to because um, Anthony was missing me. I went. Yes, I went exactly. now exactly. So uh, we're going to start by talking about uh, Mickey Mouse. Uh, Speaking of Mickey Mouse, uh, I just want to say that uh, before anybody asks, uh, uh, Tim is out on assignment. Oh, I forgot. I I thought he was on his phone. Oh, right. No, uh, yeah, he's on a uh, personal leave or on assignment or I don't know. He's somewhere that's not here. (laughs) So uh, he'll probably be back at some point, but uh, we'll let you guys know. But he's no Mickey Mouse. No, he's not. He is a Mickey Mouse, though, or I don't know. So, hey, did you know Mickey is turning 90? Uh, I think I heard something about that. <laughs> Who hasn't heard anything about that? I don't that? know. Besides being all over Disney groups and Disney publications and all that kind of stuff, it's all over the news, too. Um, I I read a little bit about it. You would I, think he was 100 or something. I know, huh? It's only 90. I know. It's just like, geez. I mean, uh, I mean, although, I mean... I was actually telling somebody this the other day as a fictional non-real entity 90 shouldn't mean crap as a person you know I remember flying all the way to uh, Ohio for my great grandmother's 90th birthday party okay but you know she's a person right it's you know it's even these days it's still a big deal for somebody to hit 90 right so I mean you know but that's a real person 
we're talking about Mickey. Mickey's going to be here, still be Mickey in 200 years or 190. Right. Uh, so it's like, do we really need a 90th birthday celebration? I mean, I granted most fictional things get, you know, some sort of celebration every, you know, every even number, even like Batman, Superman, all those, you know, 75th anniversary, 80, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I guess it's not really that big of a surprise. It's just, it's hard to get excited for a number like 90. Yeah. Just like it was hard to get excited for a number like 60. (laughs) (laughs) So, all I know is they're doing a lot of stuff for this now. I mean, we already heard about uh, the celebration that they were talking about, you know, Mickey's 90, starting November, going through six years or something like that. I don't know what it was, but now we got more information on it. And uh, real quick, I'm going to start with what they're actually going to be doing here at Disneyland Resort. Uh, they're going to host a cavalcade for Mickey Mouse on November 18th, which is his birthday. So it's the same thing they do basically every year. Yes, basically. That's what, what, I, what I read. There's, there's like, it's, it's, uh, featuring some of his special friends in the Disneyland band, starting at It's a Small World and pausing for a special moment at Sleeping Beauty's That's the new part. That's new. So they're going to pause there, and then they're going to continue down Main Street towards Town Square, and it says the party continues when uh, World's Biggest Mouse Party begins at Disneyland Resort in 2019. Now... I didn't know you were going to get to that part already. But I was just reading and it came I just, there. I just want to... So let me get this straight. Not only are we celebrating his 90th birthday for what, you know, apparently no reason, but we're going to take it all the way into 2019. Right. So we're going to be celebrating... They're not even starting the celebration, basically, for Mickey's birthday until next year. Right. Even though, I mean, I get it, his birthday is in November, but... Maybe it's the Christmas thing. I don't know. It's just they could have been doing it since January of this year, though. Yeah, that's I mean, true. Unless they have big things planned because they know that there's going to be more people in the park next year because of Star Wars and whatever else. Maybe they just uh, maybe they do have something big, big planned that they want to make sure there's more people. I don't know. I just feel like that instead of trying to do two big things on top of each other, this you know Mickey Mouse block party or whatever the hell it's called and uh mouse party uh, i don't i just feel like that that could have been done this year they could have started that january of this year and they, they could have been going on all this year you know the actual year of mickey's 90th rather than having it start next year and continue however long it's going to go into when there and when star wars opens and then it's going to become a whole big thing and people are going to be wanting to just come for the mickey thing and then you're going to have the in- inevitable bitching and moaning. Oh, I just wanted to go for the Mickey's birthday thing, but it's Star Wars and blah, blah, blah. And blah, blah, blah shut up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm, my guess is the fact that you have Christmas in November, and they're probably going to be like, okay, well, after the Christmas season in January, we can start this event, blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I just think that they should have done it this year. Now, of course, uh, around the other parks around the world, there's other stuff going on. But, you know. Now, they all get supposedly get this world's biggest mouse party. Yes. Because so. even the Disney Cruise Line, 
gets has the world's biggest mouse party. Paris actually gets the world's biggest mouse party this fall and into winter. And theirs is going to be during Christmas. So they actually will be having the world's biggest mouse party with Christmas involved. Hong Kong's going to have it. Theirs starts on Mickey's birthday. Yeah, it's weird how these other, the, the foreign parks are incorporating the world's biggest mouse party into their holidays. Yeah. I just don't know if that's an indication of how they treat the holidays at their parks differently than what we, how the holidays are treated here. I wonder if um, maybe it also has to do with their attendance. You know, we're packed over here during the holidays. I mean, right. What are they? Well, like Paris wouldn't get, doesn't get a lot during the holidays because they have snow, right? right. And snow. Yeah. Right. We saw the the stuff last year or earlier this year when it was snowing at Disneyland yeah. Paris. But I, that was during when, because don't they, they close during the winter, don't they? I don't Or know. part of the time? I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that could add the weather and. I don't know what the as far as the the uh, the Asian parks. I don't know what their weather is like. What would what would be our winter? Right. So I don't know what if that has anything to do with it. But uh, and then uh, to expand on that, anybody who happens to be going to be in New York between November and February of next year, there will be Mickey the True Original Exhibition. It'll be an interactive art exhibit which will be in New York from November eighth to February tenth. It will be a pop-up art exhibition inspired by Mickey's status as a true original and his global impact on popular culture and art. Uh, it says guests will step into an unforgettable journey of Mickey's moments reimagined. Cool. And then uh, Bob Chopek says some words. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the thing is gonna the whole thing's being uh, run run by him, I guess. So yeah, cool, I guess. Mickey ninety. I'm imagining that later in the year we'll find out more details about what this uh, mouse party is going to be about. Uh, it's probably just going to be a party with a lot of, a lot of mice. Well, better call it an exterminator. <laughs> yeah, hopefully we'll, we'll get more information on what they're going to be doing. And, of course, there's going to be merchandise up the butt and uh, drinks, food, different types of themed you know, drinks and foods. and Just with no lids. We'll get to that later. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with all that, and uh, I'll be there. I'm going to celebrate some birthdays. I hope they have cake. Happy birthday! (laughs) Hotels, motels. Holiday Inn? Yeah, but uh, I think we know why there's food trucks over there. Because there's hungry people? Well, because there's hungry people, and uh, Disney has hit a jam yet again. Without the peanut butter. Without the peanut butter. On one of their construction projects. The biggest construction project that was supposed to be happening right now. Because, let's just, there's a whole snowball effect here, just like there is anything else. The city of Anaheim doesn't let them do their eastern gateway. So that affects that. The original place that the hotel that was going to be in by Downtown Disney, the new hotel, was actually going to be in the parking lot. I don't know if you guys remember us reporting on that way back when that that hotel was actually supposed to be originally going to go into the parking lot. But then after the the collapse of the Eastern Gateway project, they decided to move the hotel to right on top of downtown Disney for some reason, uh, presumably because it was going to move it off of what would be considered city property or 
partial city property or shared property oh. completely onto Disney property. Oh. Well, now this is it's been all the hotel has also been now put on hold because of yet again fighting with the city of Anaheim, yet again fighting over what the subsidies that we told you guys about about probably almost two years ago uh, that they gave the city gave Disneyland that uh, the subsidies are supposed to be used for. Well, they're saying now that those subsidies are not supposed to be used on a hotel that's completely on Disneyland's property. That's what happened, basically. Oh, okay, I didn't, I didn't understand that part. Yeah, that's because I was kind of, I was, I read the article that I saw a couple times. I guess it was the one you sent me. Yeah, from LA Times. Yeah, I read it a couple times, and what I basically gather is that the city is saying, or more specifically, the mayor right. is saying that the subsidies that the city gave. Disneyland are not supposed to be used for hotels that are completely on their property. The Disneyland should have to pay for the hotels that are completely on their property. Oh, okay. When it was because of the city denying them on other things is the only reason why they're building it on their property to begin with. But yet Disneyland is trying to pull a fast one on the city by trying to use the subsidies to pay for it when they really shouldn't be. Who knows what's going to happen? This, <laughs> this hotel... Project may fall apart, and Disneyland may be calling up uh, AMC and everybody and telling them, "Come on back." Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I AMC will come back as long as they haven't already started or put any money into the new one over at Victoria Gardens. Not Victoria. Why do I keep? Why do I always call it Victoria Gardens? I don't know. You never go there. I don't know. I've only been there a couple times. Over at uh, Garden Walk. Right. I was going to say that um, it would have been uh, a better idea for Disney to actually look into what they were going to do and not close stuff down if you know they weren't going to be allowed to do it yet or whatever was going on. And we could have still had, you know, everything still open right now. And then when they finally got the approval, hey, we can do this, we're going to get our subsidies, blah, 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 blah. They may have had all that. I just, I don't know if it's just like the... the you know, people in the city besides, you know, the mayor and whoever his allies are just jumping at the last minute and, you know, saying, oh, we've decided that we're not going to let you do this or something. I mean, they may have thought that they had a clear path to starting, just like they thought they had a clear path to starting the Eastern Gateway for a minute there. I mean, you know, they were already making plans over there to do things and making announcements of stuff that was going to happen. So, I mean, it may be a case of that they actually literally thought that I mean, why why else said that all of those had to be closed by June 30th or whatever it was? Right. You know, they all had to be out of there by then. I would assume that they thought that they were going to be able to break ground <coughs> in July or at least by August at the latest. So, so in between June 30th and now, something must have happened between Disneyland and the city, but on the city's end where the city told them, you know what, never mind, we're not going to let you do this. Or never mind, we're taking the, we're not going to let you use the subsidies or whatever. You know, if Disneyland thought that they had the uh, access to that money or whatever to use on the starting that, then maybe once they said that they could, they, you know, the city or, I don't know, it's politics, it's money. Well, yeah, but I mean, considering that Disney has to draw plans and then get them approved, so the city already knew. Basically, I mean, where it was going. I mean, we're well past planning at this point. We're at the point of stuff was closed. 
they were ready to start. No, but I was, what so, I'm saying is you, you submit your plans and saying this is where this is going. So the city already knew that it was going on Disney property, not where they said it was supposed to go. Right. That's my point. So. Right. I mean, and like I said, as opposed to the Eastern Gateway where they hadn't actually really closed anything yet or they hadn't really uh, started any construction. I mean, this, they actually, you know, they closed everything and they already, they had to have had a groundbreaking date already if they right. knew that they had everything closed. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. They're going to have to get it sorted out or else. That's two down the drain. That's two projects down the drain. Yeah, two complete projects. I mean, that the, this hotel's already had to been moved once. So, I mean, if anything, if they're not, they might decide to move the hotel back, I don't know, to where it was supposed to be originally. I don't know. Yeah, this is crazy. It's crazy. So, for now, uh, I assume, because you haven't heard anything else, the food trucks are still there, right? Yeah, they're, they're September 3rd, I believe. So, uh at least till the end of summer, and then after that, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, someplace like Earl's Sandwich, it probably wouldn't take much to bring back everybody. What do you mean? Them? I don't know. I don't know how those things work. So. I mean, because it's all about leases and stuff like that. And if, right. If, if, if they just say Earl's Sandwich has a lease, and in their lease it's going to say something like, if we need your building, then we're going to take it type of right. thing clause, right? So maybe they have something like that. I don't know when their lease were exp- it was up, but maybe said Disney said, "Hey, we're, we have punch for this. We need you out by this date, and it's already in your lease." So why would a business want to go back there? You know, I might screw you. I'm not going back. You, you know, I don't know. But well, unless they already have a deal with them to go into the hotel, true. In which case, they have a, definitely have a uh, partnership or a yeah. friendly uh, kind of uh, deal with whoever they might be. Dealing have intentions with. of bringing back to the to uh, put in the hotel. So yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Stay tuned. All right. So hey, uh, last time we were talking about the um, what's it called? The tropical hideaway. Yes. And um, all that construction is going on right now, and uh, Tiki Room is closed. Well, we got some word that uh, the tropical hideaway will actually be opening. When the Tiki Room reopens. Yes, and I don't think, uh, I think you got that information on the Tiki Room. Did you say that last week? Or yes, last time? I believe, yeah. Two weeks ago? I believe I did. If not. I posted it. It's, he posted it, and it's uh, September 21st, right? Yes. Is when Tiki Room is actually scheduled to open. But, yes, we, as he said, we're getting word that uh, Tropical Highway might actually open at the same exact time, which completely makes completely sense. And if the... Other reports that we're getting are true that we talked about last time that it's only going to be Dole Whip. That makes it so much easier to imagine that they could have it open already right? by September rather than if they were moving an actual kitchen or something over there, like Bengal Barbecue or something like that, where it has a whole actual, you know, kitchen and stuff. This is just, you know, moving a few uh, Dole machines. And so it's really no big deal. And just doing some facades and, Get that bathroom built. So yeah, we're gonna we'll have the opening of uh, the tropical tropical highway on September twenty first. So uh, that'd be pretty cool to go check that out. See what that's all about over there. I'm pretty sure. Of course, before then, we'll have some Disney Park blog post about what's when it's opening and 
what you can expect there. So we'll look forward to seeing that. Yep. And then you can go uh, get yourself a uh, dole and talk to a captain. Captain? But not Picard. All right. So as we're talking about that, that refurb, let's go ahead and uh, give you updates on the refurbishments that are going that are going on. Right now we have Haunted Mansion uh, will be uh, transforming into a Haunted Mansion holiday. But not a Transformer. No. And that will go through September 6th, opening on the 7th, of course, when Halloween time starts. When's it closed? It's closed right now. It's closed already. Okay. It's closed on Monday. Uh, Main Street Cinema is closed for a refurb through September 27th, so opening back up on September 28th. I heard that they're doing some uh, things inside because too many guests were getting injured inside there. Because it's pretty dark in there. Yes. Right. So uh, I don't know how they're going to do that where they're still going to have it be like a cinema where you can watch movies but have it not be as dark. So I don't know. That's just what I heard. I heard that too many guests were getting injured in there, and that's why it's closed. Interesting. Uh, of course, Matterhorn is uh, under refurb, and it's still just says fall 2018. No opening date on that yet. Now that we pretty much have confirmation for the most part that that is closed because they are redoing the fast pass entrance. Yes, that's what line. we heard. I don't think. Did we talk about that? I don't remember. I don't think we've talked about that. Right. So supposedly they're going to be doing the redoing the queue line for the fast pass because they just were. It was kind of just jammed. a big cluster. Yeah. Because exactly. I mean, they just basically had people come in with what was the old fast pass, which is like on the outside. Whereas the this hopefully they'll have some sort of dedicated queue now to the fast pass. All right. Uh, also coming up, it will be Space Mountain on September 6th. Changing the disc for Ghost Galaxy to open on September 7th. Uh, the selling ship Columbia will be in refurb from September 10th through the 14th. And uh, Pirate's Lair on Tom Sawyer's Island will be uh, closed from September 24th through the 26th. Now, don't forget that September 4th is the last day for Bugs Land. That's going to be closing for a while. Ever. As, well, yeah, closing forever, but uh, getting ready for the Marvel-themed land that's going to be going in there. Uh, also, coming up in uh, uh, California Adventure, the Animation Academy will be closed from August 27th through the 30th. Uh, Sorcerer's Workshop, uh, same uh, Turtle Talk with Crush, also the same dates. And the Golden Zephyr will be closed from September 10th through the 16th. Hey, that's my mm. birthday. Huh? Do we have any idea what they're doing in the animation? No word about that? No, I didn't hear anything. I was actually surprised that they were doing anything. There has to be something that they're doing because it's all closed at once. Yeah, I mean, cause, I mean like last year they had that big R refurb when they were, well, Maybe like a half a refurb because they, they close the entrance, but you can go through in the back door. Right. So I don't know what's going on over there. Every time they do a refurb, I keep thinking that they're throwing out uh, Anna and Elsa. Yeah, I know. Oh, speaking of that, I uh, you know we don't really go and do the uh, meet and greets and everything like that, but I actually found out that Olaf is over there with Anna and Elsa now. Oh, okay. He we used so to be we don't outside. even know when that started. Huh? No, I didn't, but I just kind of looked it up and... Instead of him being outside where he used to be at stage 17, he's inside there. So if you guys are looking for Olaf, uh, he's over there with Anna and Elsa. You can go check him out over there. Uh, 
there's you know what there's so much stuff that goes on at the parks that I don't pay attention to and I'm like, hey, I didn't even know that well, was Especially going with on. characters and if they don't announce the characters going away or if they don't announce the characters there or come back, it's really hard to tell until you see somebody posted on social media or something else or if somebody tells us that a character is there. Right. So that's what's going on in the parks right now as far as refurbs go. And, um, of course, they're getting ready for Halloween. But, um, hey, we actually have uh, only have we only have two more weeks of Pixar Fest. That's going to be going away pretty soon. I know. It's uh, actually uh, Disneyland has officially gone into their non-summer hours of closing at 11 p.m. on the weekdays. I was very surprised, though, after, uh, what, almost uh, probably a month and a half, two months of not having the parking lot having gone full. The last two days in a row, yesterday and today, the parking lot has filled up. I know. Well, also on Saturday. Oh, I didn't see those. Yeah. I didn't see those. That, I was, that was like a 6 o'clock. I, well, uh, both yesterday and today were late. It wasn't before that. Yeah, th- yeah Saturday, because I was over there at the lake, and I got the tweet come in and on the phone. I was like, oh, wow. No, I don't know why I didn't see that one. I know yesterday was at 6, and it was re- reopened by 7.15. Yeah. And then today, it's still actually still... Well, no, I closed and then reopened yeah. within like less than an hour or something like that. That one actually, I think that was today was six and then it reopened at seven fifteen. Yesterday was very similar. I just thought that was interesting that now that we're not in summer anymore, quote unquote, okay. all of a sudden we're having parking filling up again. Right. Well, the SoCal's and all that they're back. Oh, are they back as of yesterday or they- Sunday? Monday, probably yesterday. Yes, or not yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yes. So Monday, okay. Yeah. So I, well, then that makes sense. Then you yeah. got an influx of all the, uh, all the, all the uh, former Michaels, and uh, clogging up the Mickey and Friends. Yeah, that's what happens. But only for an hour. Right. Well, that's because the other people who already been there all day left. So. Exactly. So yeah, you have all the SoCal's and deluxe people on block now, or whatever it was. And uh, but sorry for you, summer's over. Hey, but AP Corner's back. Yay. Oh, yeah. Know, was that next? Yeah. Okay. Yay, AP Corner's back with us. Oh, I didn't even know it had left, to be honest. With stickers again. Still? Well, again? one sticker. One sticker? And that's the last sticker of the set. I don't know. It's. Uh, did you even know it had left? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, I knew it left. And um, When did it leave? When they uh, ran out of stickers. I don't know. I don't remember so when they left. It- no, they they were gone for a while because... So the, was it supposed to have gone away, though, is, what I'm, yes, is my question. Yes, I believe so. So it wasn't supposed to be there all summer. No, I thought it was going to be. I thought that's what the original quote said, was that it was going to be there all summer. But right. But I don't know. That day when uh, I was there with Dan for his birthday, Okay. we were actually sitting in that area waiting for him to get off oh, the okay. credit coaster. That's crazy. So, yeah, AP Corner's back. Yeah. Go grab a sticker. And, yeah, you got two weeks. Go grab a sticker. I don't know. Are they going to have another sticker next week? And then right now, it's just going to be the same sticker for the next two it's weeks. It's probably and, the same sticker. It's at so. Edna Mode and uh, Jack Jack. So you can get that. You get two stickers, so you can give one to your friend. I just want to, uh, this has nothing to do with us, per se. It just happens to do with how Disneyland is treating other APs that I just happened to see today that uh, anybody going to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival, all APs, Going to Epcot's Food and Wine Festival, we'll be receiving a food and wine 
festival magnet. Oh. Which is a thousand times better than a sticker. <laughs> I agree. Uh, and anybody who goes to, I don't know how their food and wine festival works, but if you go to the food and wine festival, I believe four times or something like that, you get a cutting board. Oh, that's cool. So I'm like, well, where the hell's my cutting board? Just let AP. <laughs> I've bought all the damn your damn sip and savor passes. Where is my cutting board? <laughs> that's pretty cool though i have a cutting board dang well you don't get one anthony I'm yeah sorry sad so anyway uh two weeks uh left for pixar fest and in case you haven't already heard the paint the night and um pixar play parade will still be playing after those parade or after the pixar fest is over so um you still have time to see that more than likely, they will be over with as soon as Christmas starts. That's my guess. I I, I know they, they announced on Disney Parks blog when they had the parade and they were showing it live that they announced that the parades were going to stick around after. I don't remember the end date, if they actually give an end date. Well, I mean, they neither of them would interfere with anything. Uh, Pixar plays during the day, so it would be well done before... And he make a, make his Halloween party even start. Oh yeah, but I'm and just, then paint the night is at the other park, and there's nothing that it would interfere over there over there. So there is no, yeah, there's no reason really for them to, uh, especially I, you know what I think a lot of it has to do with it. It was the uh, world of color, right? Loss, right, right, right. Has to lo- probably a lot to do with why uh, world uh, or uh, paint the night will stay probably because you know just to make up for world of color not being there. Uh, but I mean, you know, well, I was just thinking, uh, Christmas time because of the Christmas fantasy parade at Disneyland. Right. And that's usually, they usually have that at three o'clock, so they wouldn't be doing. Well, yeah, you, you parades. figure Pixar play will definitely be gone, but there's really no reason for them not to keep paint the night at, well, I agree at DCA and through, uh, through Christmas, at least. especially with them. If, if they, if they're not going to be able to have world of color going for, uh, a holiday world of color, then right. it gives them at least something over there to keep them going. Because otherwise, you'll get the people that are be you know complaining that there's no entertainment over there. So you still have uh, time to enjoy that if you can't get there before um, Pixar Fest ends. All right, so we got some news that we actually posted on the uh, social medias, and that was that Disney will be. Uh, doing away with lids on your cups or your drinks as of next Friday? Oh, this Friday. This Friday, I believe. Wait, uh, is it the 24th or 25th? It is actually on the 24th. Okay, so this fr- as of this Friday, per sources, Disneyland will be doing away with all lids for also according to sources According to actual Disney source, uh, adult cups only. Yeah, they will still be giving uh, or putting lids on the kids' drinks. And supposedly this is, uh, as Disney says, it's just a, um, they're just going to try it out in a few locations. That's what they actually said. It'd be like a few locations, they're going to try this out. But... Even if uh, you go on Friday and uh, you go to one place and you get a lid, and then you go to another place and you don't get a lid, 
I'm pretty sure that um, they will be doing away with them anyway. I mean, they can say, oh, we're just testing this out and, and all that kind of stuff, but, I mean, you, you know that they will be getting rid of them considering they already talked about getting rid of straws. This is the first time that Disney's ever uh, acknowledged something before they've announced it, I just want to point out. Right, because uh, we posted this on our... Because that was actually somebody who saw our post that asked them, right? Yeah, we uh, posted this on our the Facebook page, and one of our followers actually tweeted at Disneyland, and they responded to her surprisingly exactly she, it was disneyland today too right di, no it was uh yes yeah, disneyland today so uh she tweeted is it true that you are doing away with lids on cups now they replied yes we are conducting a pilot remo- removing lids on drinks for adults at select locations so they confirmed it which is Beyond astounding. Yeah. It's, it's epic, basically, for them to have confirmed something before it's even been announced or even happened. So uh, I have my doubts whether they're, whether they're saying, you know, they're saying select locations. I don't see that being a thing. I see that if they're going to do away with the leads, they're going to do them all over. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll get all the details for sure on Friday. And find out from people who are who are there how things are going. Oh, uh, I uh, oh, I was just thinking. Uh, I think Dan the man said he might be there on Friday, but then again, he, I think he was talking about picking up some stuff from me. So I don't know. I'm not going to be able to go on Friday. But in case he is there, then he can uh, report on that. Yes. Now, I just uh, a few things. I know you're anti. I just want to say that. I mean, I don't really care either way. If it's you know, it's it's one step at a time. Uh, a lot of people are complaining and saying about how much of a mess it's going to be. Eh, you know, Knotts has been doing it how long? Well over a year now, right? Probably, probably two yes. years almost. No, I'm going to say probably a year. Just over a year, because I don't remember when it was. You told me they started doing it, right? But they've been doing it this long, and obviously they're still doing it. So it's working out for them. Uh, my mom said, which I didn't even know, that three years ago, three or four years ago, when she went to SeaWorld, they were already doing it there. So it's it it works. It's not something that's not it's not impossible. I see people. Oh, that'll never work at a theme park. Really, never go they, over to Knotts know, and it, find out how it not works. Well, think about I mean, it. Granted, Knotts is a dirty park already. Think about but, it. If you're buying drinks for your family and you're trying to carry all this, it's really easy to try to put your sodas against your body with the lid on it, and it's not going to spill. You're not going to be able to do that. With no lid. Well, then don't walk around with a drink. Well, it, dude, if you have a family of four and someone's trying to save a seat for you or whatever they're doing, that's the thing. You, you're you trying to carry all this crap. Well, I can imagine they're probably going to have, because uh, most places, don't they have cup holders? I've never seen those at Disneyland. Well, then maybe they might decide to introduce those. Uh, my thing is, uh, I just don't care. Uh, carry your shit. Put it on a tray. Most places that have drinks have trays. Uh, Tomorrowland Terrence has trays. Other play, uh, uh, Smoke Jumpers has trays, I believe. Some places have trays. Put your drink on a tray. Otherwise, if it was me, I would say Disneyland should just do away with paper cups altogether and make everybody buy uh, sipper cups. I don't know. That's 
because uh, their price on a sipper cup is going to be so expensive. Well, they don't have to have it be as big or as uh, you know as big as like the Ducktales sipper or something like that. Do a, like a medium sized sipper or something like that. People are already spending way too much on drinks as it is. Make them spend two more dollars on something that they could just take home. That's what I say. Now, there's a post I got us from another page. I don't know where it came from. Like, it doesn't actually have any, like, type of, um, if it's, like, a Disney thing. Uh, basically, it's just saying the same thing that uh, I said about this post. But it's actually saying that it's going to start on the 22nd from this. Like I said, I don't know where this came from. It doesn't say exactly where, like, this is not today or, you know, Disneyland, whatever. It just someone screenshotted this, and um, this says there will be op- uh, uh, operational changes at Disneyland Resort, owned and operated food service locations and merchandise locations starting October, starting August twenty second. Uh, at this time, plastic lids for adults, cold beverages will be discontinued, and plastic straws will be available upon request only. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I can see they might start uh, phasing that in at certain locations starting tomorrow. Yeah, it gives them it gives a lot of places a few days during the week to get the uh, get the hang of not giving out the lids or not having the lids available. I mean, most places you're not even there. You're getting your own lid, right? Most places. Well, no, I mean, no, no. Oh, okay, not most places. I guess I was thinking about Pizza Port. You get your own oh, lid. Oh, right. Because uh, that's just a matter of just not having the lids available. Yeah, pizza Port and then uh, Zocalo. Right, but, you know, like uh, Terrence or uh, any other over-the-counter ones, they'd have to give the hang of... I could imagine they would be the types that would be start doing it tomorrow because you want to give the cast members a chance to remember that they're not supposed to give lids. Whereas, you know, the places that... Uh, you get your own lid, they could just not ha- start not having lids on Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So right. I can see places like TLT and other places like that starting that tomorrow. Now, the other thing is uh, Disneyland uh, is getting rid of plastic bags. Well, we knew that that was going to be inevitable at some point. I mean, it is a statewide law. There's only really a few places that still allow bags in California. I don't, I don't. I don't even know why Disneyland is exempt from that rule, or why Home Depot and other places are exempt from the rule. Because but. They're, they're not. You're not the 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 band is grocery stores. Is it grocery stores? Well, yeah. Why is uh? Well, I guess Tar- if, you, if you go Target to Target and Walmart are doing it because they have groceries. groceries. But if you go to J C Penney, you get a plastic bag. Right. Home Depot, you get a plastic bag. Right. So, but this says cast members will also start to encourage. Yes, to consider if they need a plastic bag during merchandise transactions. So you buy your stuff, they're going to say, Do you need a bag? No, they're not. They're going to say, Do you really need that bag? Oh my God, is that really what they're going to say? <laughs> no, I don't know. Because I mean, I could see it just being as, as simple as just making sure that everybody says, Do you need a bag? Or it could be a, just a matter of making the guests ask for the bag. You start to give whatever the merchandise is to the guest without a bag. And make the mask with the bag. So anyway, uh, yeah, all this crap's going on. Uh, I actually have bags at home. <laughs> I'll bring my own plastic bags. I don't know. Anyway, we'll uh, find out what's going on more with that in the week to come. And um, yeah, we haven't heard anything official on that one yet. I mean, I, I, 
I believe that it, that that's coming. I just don't know how soon. I don't see them doing that this close to doing the uh, lids. Yeah, I guess we'll just... I would have thought that they would have done the lids more in conjunction with the straws. I mean, because that other, that other supposed article makes it sound like they're already going to start not giving out straws unless you ask. Right. Whereas by next year, they will there will be no straws at all. And they will have supposedly have paper straws for you, if you ask. I don't know. That's getting stupid. All right. You know what's not stupid? Uh, no. I don't either because there are going to be a lot of stupid people out there because they still haven't got their Mickey's Halloween party tickets. And uh, we have a uh, another sold-out date. That's fine. Nobody wants to go on Friday anyways. Yeah. They don't want to go. There's only one Friday left now, right? Yes. The only Friday available now is Friday, September 21st. The first Friday. Yes, because the 28th of September just sold out. Friday, October 5th. Friday, October 12th. Friday, October 19th. And Friday, October 26th are sold out. So one Friday left. And um, we'll see what happens after that. Yes. That's going to be coming pretty Quickly, that that one was should be uh, selling up pretty pretty quickly because people want to go on Fridays and people complain I can't go during the week I gotta go to work. So just to get, let you guys know, uh, hurry up and get your tickets. If you guys plan to go, someone made a comment saying, "Oh, payday! They're they're going to get their tickets on payday." Well, hopefully they still have your tickets for the date you want to go if you're going to wait for payday. We had a. Uh, Two months, three months already, whatever it was, to uh, get your tickets. How many paydays have you had since then? I know, huh? Hey, so speaking of Halloween, you know Halloween ain't Halloween at the parks without goodies. Oh, wait. No, we're not. We haven't found out about those yet. I like goodies. Probably like next week or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah, basically. They're going to announce it tomorrow. Yeah. Just know it. No, we haven't heard anything about the goodies yet or whether there's going to be a uh, uh, coffin cake. Ooh. Flowerless. Ew. <laughs> but we have found out about all the novelty items, a.k.a. popcorn buckets, drink, reciprocals, and <laughs> pencil toppers, and straws, and... Oh, wait, I thought we were getting rid of straws. <laughs> all right, so we're going to start, as usual, of course, with popcorn buckets. The must-get popcorn buckets. Yes. So, as usual, you got your first, your your uh, base popcorn bucket, which uh, you're going to have two different designs, one at DCA and one at Disneyland. Actually, the base popcorn bucket will be at Disneyland and all of the Florida parks. And then the DCA one will be exclusive to DCA only. So, that's kind of cool that you got the DCA popcorn bucket which is going to be a DCA only, whereas the other one will be available at all the Florida parks as well. So that makes the that DCA one a little bit more exclusive. I like and it. I got to say, I dig, super dig the DCA one. Uh, it kind of goes with the whole idea of uh, Oogie Boogie and the bats that they had since last year. I imagine they're going to be key, continuing on with that this year. And then it's got the Headless Horseman, which is kind of weird because he's over at... Uh, oh, but they'll have that Headless Horseman there in the yeah. center where the, where the tree goes. Christmas probably tree. Again, so yeah, it's really cool. A lot of cool colors and stuff. I like that one. 
And then uh, the regular one for the other Disney parks just has uh, Witch Mickey or Witch Minnie and Vampire Mickey and then Chip and Dale with, as bats. Uh, it's cool. It definitely doesn't pop as much as the other one. Yeah. Uh, speaking of popping, <laughs> ooh, Oogie Boogie coming back. I like that guy. But uh, they're doing the uh, old uh, zero treatment to him. But, yeah. But, and then some, because I don't know if everybody remembers when the zero popcorn bucket first came out. Uh, it just lit up. But then the next year they brought it back and it was glow in the dark. Zero was glow in the dark. Well, their uh, Oogie Boogie was already glow in the dark, but now he's going to always look like he's glowing in the dark because they're making him bright, bright, bright neon green and they're redoing his base and his strap to look a lot more colorful and stuff. Uh, that's and his, the dice are a different color. They're like hot pink. So. Now, if you if you uh, get t- if you got tired of your oogie boogie popcorn bucket not always glowing in the dark, well, now this popcorn bucket will be for you, so your oogie boogie can always look like he's glowing in the dark. Will you be getting the the alternate uh, version B? I don't know right now. I just I wish that they would not do that. It yeah. really makes me bad, especially when the second version is better than the first one. It makes me super mad because I would have waited and got this one. Because it looks way cooler. It does look way cooler, but the base and everything's all cool, and the and it's all bright and stuff. I'm like, it just really, it really makes me mad. I uh, just, I'm curious whether it's going to be the same price or that it's going to raise the price on it. Yeah. So the original popcorn bucket will be returning. This is a little confusing, right? Yes. It, the original popcorn bucket will be returning to Disneyland, and. Okay, well, and DCA, it will be going to the all the DCA popcorn carts and New Orleans popcorn cart, just like last time. But then later in the season, presumably October or end of October or mid-October, they will be bringing this neon ver- second version of it. Uh, if you're at... In Florida, apparently it's already going to be available for at Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, but it's coming, the new version is coming later in the season, it says. So like yeah. I said, mid-October, I don't know, uh, sometime in October probably. I would guess it wouldn't be available the first in the weeks of September. Right. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do, do it. All I know is that there's the, the, the original Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket is going to be coming back as well as a new and improved version of the Oogie Boogie Popcorn Bucket available TDA. <laughs> or wait, to be, no, TBD. Yeah. To be decided. I don't know why I said TDA. That was Team Disney and Yeah, home. that has nothing to do with this. So uh, speaking of higher priced popcorn buckets, we got our super duper deluxe popcorn bucket, which will be the the premium popcorn bucket. I don't understand why it doesn't say anything about this being a AP or whether it's refillable or any of that stuff. I don't understand if we already have Oogie Boogie as the premium popcorn bucket, why we still need another premium popcorn bucket. Uh, this one looks really cool. It's a cauldron on a stand on a pedestal with a like wax, the very similar to the, uh, 
poison apple mug. Yeah. But in green on the on the face of the cauldron. I can't tell for the life of me. It must be on the back where the hatch for the popcorn is. Yeah, I would think so. But uh, they don't really give you an idea of how big this thing is. I'm guessing it's big. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this exceeds the price of any popcorn bucket so far that we've had, which is what's our highest, $25? Which was for what? The ad ad was $25. Okay. I, I'm just, I, Has any of the other fart. popcorn buckets been 25 I is that the only one? I think that's the only one. So, I mean, I think we're talking about maybe up in... we got to be talking at least the 20 to... I mean, other than refillable ones, which obviously are, right. are more. And this uh, lights up. This lights up, which also makes me think that even though the Zero lit up, they weren't charging exorbitant amounts for premium yeah. popcorn. I mean, we're lucky that we got that popcorn bucket for, what, $12? Yeah, $12. Because that's like a $20 popcorn bucket now Yes, if they were bringing it back. back. So, I don't know. We'll see. This one is going to be starting mid-September. This one will be available at Disneyland Park in Disneyland. So, yeah, not at DCA then, presumably, going by the wording. And then all four parks in Florida. Uh, It says it features a hidden Mickey, but you'll have to find that on your own. Now, this is the popcorn bucket that I do want. Oh, I think anybody who's... uh, into popcorn buckets or into anything is going to want this one. Yeah, I'm just saying this. Is, I'd rather have this one than the Oogie Boogie. The only popcorn bucket I would say that I would still rather have than this one would be the Pluto. Because that's still my favorite popcorn bucket. I'm going to want it. It's all. It's going to depend on the price, and it's going to depend on whether I have to stand in line for a freaking hour to get it. I mean, if all those things are going to be the case, then I'll just wait. Or I won't get it. I'll take a picture of somebody else's and touch it. Whoa. Now, uh, Poison Apple Glow Cubes are back again. Three different colors. Those will be available both coasts. Uh, You'll be able to get the green and red Poison Apple Glow Cubes at various locations throughout the Disneyland Resort. But there is a new purple Poison Apple Glow Cube. That one will be available exclusively at the Carthay Circle restaurant. Of course. I like purple. Purple's good. I would get purple, but Carthay. We'll see. Uh, speaking of the poison apple mug, or as they call it, Stein. Not really a Stein. Stop it. Oh, it's a Stein because you can flip the lid. I'll flip your lid. Whoa. Hey, they're not allowed anymore. So if everybody remembers the red poison apple mug well it is making a return but as a granny smith i love granny smith apples i know and i love this green poison apple mug does it come with caramel oh man it's all, <laughs> the whole, it was all caramel inside <laughs> uh, it'd be like that it'd be like that moose egg that i got at the jurassic park thing oh you're right <laughs> Ooh, if i had some ooh, if it was filled with caramel and they give you a green apple slices yes yes so uh that will be available at all throughout the Disneyland Resort as well as outdoor vending locations, basically any place that you were able to get the old red poison apple mug, you will be able to get the green poison apple mug. 
Uh, once again, the Headless Horseman straw clip will be returning. I never saw the straw clip appear last year. I know it was over at DCA some places, but I never found where it was. They uh, had it actually at um, Smoke Jumpers. Okay. Because I got mine there. Okay. So he should be throughout the resort, it says. And then a new one coming out will be the tire pumpkin straw. Uh, if anybody remembers over there at uh, Luigi's in the window where the, was that the only place I had the tire pumpkins? It's the only place I remember the tire I pumpkins. So. In the window at Luigi's, they had the tire pumpkins. Well, they will be making a tire pumpkin straw. Basically, it looks like a pencil topper or antenna topper, but on a straw. And it looks like the tire pumpkin uh all glowy and stuff. Uh, that will be at the Cozy Cone Motel and Flows V8 Cafe at DCA. And that will be it at Disneyland. It won't be at Disneyland. It'll be at all the parks in Florida. Now, just keep track of, uh, or if you have any questions, make sure you guys look at the post of when these items, most of them will be available probably starting at on September 7th at the Disneyland Resort when Halloween time starts. Uh, some of them, even though Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party and all that crap has already started in Florida, some of it still won't be available until mid-September because uh, I know I saw some people bitching about, oh, I'm going to Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party uh, at the end of August, but this shit will be available. Won't <laughs> be available. Sucks for you. Did you get this shit at the bottom, too? Let's catch this shit at the bottom. All Disneyland Resort 2018 Halloween Premium and Base Popcorn Buckets and Travel Mugs are non-refillable. All Walt Disney World Resort Halloween Premium and Base Popcorn Buckets are refillable during your length of your stay for $1.75 per refill. Bullshit. So any popcorn bucket in Florida you can refill for $1.75. And also... Uh, Walt Disney World Halloween travel mugs are refillable during the length of your stay. Bullcrap. So yeah, spooky Halloween is coming. I'm so excited. I can't wait because it means cooler weather. Exactly. It means cooler weather is close. I know that this icky, gross weather is probably going to stick around probably all the way to when uh, Halloween starts on right. the 7th, but right. at least once Halloween gets here. I know that that means that cooler weather is on our doorstep, and uh, that's my favorite time of the year anyways. Yeah, no more boob sweat. Exactly. All right, so if you guys uh, paid attention to our Facebook page, I posted some information about a Splash Mountain Funko Pop coming to the park on August 25th. So Saturday. So Saturday you need to be in the park early in the morning because these are probably going to sell out. I don't know. I know the last one was there, the Tiki Room one was there for a while. I don't think it sold out that quickly. I actually looked at this and I kind of want it. I kind of want it, but I kind of don't. I just want to say something about that one real fast. Uh, it totally reminds me of, do you remember the old, uh, I think it was in the late 90s, they had those, or early 2000s, they had those vehicles. The attraction vehicles, yeah, yeah, in the like the blister packaging, 
and they they had like the uh, they had a Star Tours one, and they always yeah. had the characters. Yeah. Well, the they had a Splash Mountain one. I I have it somewhere, oh, okay. and it basically looks exactly like that. Oh, okay, okay. It's uh, just it reminded me of it, but it's bigger, obviously. Yeah, I like I said, I kind of want it because it looks really cool, but I don't want it because I don't want to get into the Funko Pop thing. I don't want to. You know, it's easy for you because you could just say, "I'm I'm not, I'm only going to do park exclusives." And they do so little park exclusives, and a lot of them are hard to get. So it's like you could only, you'd only be able to get like one out of every two, anyways, probably. So I mean, if I wanted to do that, I would have done it with the Indiana Jones one. I know, and I really wanted that one, but that one was really higher. That was a higher price. No, one. this one's probably going to be close to the same price. I think I'm it's guessing thirty-five. Is it, is it thirty-five? That's more than the I think than the Indy one. Or well, no, the Indian one was forty, I think. Okay, yeah, I believe this is thirty-five dollars. But that's the same price as then. If that's thirty-five, that's the same price as the. Uh, or no, it's five dollars more than the Tiki Room one then, which is fine. I could get it's big. You could tell because if the pops themselves are regular size pops, you could go by that and you could figure out that the whole thing has to be huge because the the size of the log. I just want to say, if you guys do go on Saturday to get that, make sure you guys uh, drink your drink or whatever before. You don't want to accidentally spill your lidless <laughs> drink onto your brand new uh, Flash Mountain Pop. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, go check that out and grab one if you want. And if you want to buy me one, go yeah, ahead. Exactly. You can exactly. do that, too. Yeah, buy, buy everybody, buy Mouse Pyres, uh, each Mouse Pyres, or I don't know what I'm trying to say. All I know is that if Tim were here, he would get mad at you for telling everybody about it because that means more people to go stand in line in front of him. So make sure you guys get there before Tim does. Yes. Hey, so after all this time, we got uh, some announcement. I don't know if we were expecting an announcement or I guess I didn't even realize that tickets had not gone on sale yet. I actually, I knew they didn't go on sale, but I really didn't think about where we were in August already. Right. So it's, usually it's always a year before. Right. And I wasn't even thinking, you know, oh, it's time for them to go on sale. But hey, they went on sale. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, yeah, they are on sale because they go on sale today, which is Thursday, if you're listening to the oh, podcast. Okay. So they go on sale Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So they're on sale already. And I just want to say that I, you know, I looked at the prices and I noticed that they went dirty. Oh, the prices are dirty regardless, but well, you have to be more specific. The fact that if you guys are planning to go and you are a gold member, uh, the three-day ticket is $177, what they call the early bird. If now, we, uh, just before you go on, I just want to point out that he's talking about the C23 Golden Family members, Golden Family uh, members, D23 members, get the discount on the early bird. All right, so if you decide to, to wait, uh, the three-day ticket will go up to 219 after November 20th, and that is it. So any anyone who buys a ticket and you're a gold member, you're going to pay $219 for the three days if you wait uh, basically November 21st and through it's time for a D23. Now, the dirty part is the oh. fact that there's only that one chance to get an early bird ticket, a uh, cheap price, so-called cheap price, 
before all the other D23 expos, you had three tiers. So you had from this day to this day is this, this day, this day, and... And most of the time, the first tier ended December 31st. Okay. So you usually had all the way to December 31st for the first tier of Early Bird, and then usually there was a second tier from, like, January to March or something like that, and then there was the final tier, which went from March until whenever. Right. So now you have just the one tier, basically, between August 23rd and November 20th. That's your your window. So basically, if you're a D23 member... You need to be getting your ticket before August twentieth because if you're go- if you're a D twenty three member and you're not going to take advantage of the early bird pricing, well, then that's just stupid, right? So that's the three day ticket for the gold. The one day ticket for gold is sixty seven dollars, and if you wait till after November twentieth, it's seventy nine dollars. Uh, three day ticket for a child, which is ages three to nine, the three day is one hundred twenty five. After November twentieth, it's one sixty four, and a one day is forty nine dollars. And after November twentieth, it's fifty nine. Those are for children ages three to nine. Now let's go to the non D twenty three gold member. No discounts for anything. Flat rate tickets, three day tickets, two forty nine. A one day ticket is eighty nine. And those are the adult tickets, and the child ticket three day is one eighty five, and a one day is sixty nine dollars. Now there's a few things there I just want to kind of point out and bring attention to. One day ticket. Now, if you haven't been to D twenty three, you're not going to really understand. But one day ticket for say if you went Saturday, which is usually the biggest day, that's cheaper than Mickey's Halloween party. <laughs> True. I would rather spend eighty nine dollars, which is the full full price. I would rather spend eighty nine dollars to go to a day of D twenty three than to go to Mickey's Halloween party, and that's just straight up honesty right there. Now another interesting thing: the three day ticket price two forty nine. That's the base for no discounts. Uh, that's more than what Star Wars Celebration Chicago is for three for six for a what it's five no six days. For a six day pass really? was really? wasn't it was two nineteen right wasn't it maybe something like that you know I don't remember I thought I remember it was like two twenty or something like that so you're talking about like twice the amount of days for less so I'm just basically I'm just pointing out how wonky and weird and stupid their pricing is and basically I think they're basically they're trying to force everybody to buy D twenty three memberships. Right. Because it's the most logical thing to do. Because even if you buy a D23 membership, it's going to end up saving you money in the long run. Especially if there's multiple, if you're going to be buying multiple people tickets. Especially if you get a gold, let's say you sign up for a, let's say you have a, you're buying two, even just two tickets. You sign up for a gold family and then you get your tickets at 177. And then you have access also to your free screenings and stuff that the 23 gold members. And, of course, gold members can bring three guests rather than the normal one that are standard D23 member. Uh, and then gold, gold membership hasn't really gone up that much. I thought it would have gone up, but it hasn't. It's still only, what, 109 or something like that or something like that? 
Maybe. I don't know. So, I know what the regular one is. So. It's definitely, uh, yeah, even the regular one. D23 members is one of those things that hasn't really gone up, and I'm really surprised uh, that it hasn't gone up at all yeah. since I had my membership and I had let it lapse. And uh, it's really weird because I would have thought it would have gone up, but they haven't had it gone up. So I would say now is your time that if you're going to stand sign up for D23 membership, now is the time to do it. So that way you can take advantage and get your D23 Expo tickets at the much, much uh, more affordable price. And definitely if you can do it before November 20th, uh, that's the way to go. Definitely the way to go. Uh, now, as always, and uh, if you are one of the people who plan on doing this, uh, you know what you need to do, and that's uh, VIP Sorcerer packages for D23 Expo will be available exclusively only to Gold and Gold family members, and they will be $2,500 per ticket. I'm not going to tell you what all that comes with. If you, <laughs> if, you're, if you have that kind of money and you think, think that's something you want to do, uh, well, you can look at what that comes with yourself. Right, uh, I believe that's gone up. Didn't that used to? Didn't that start out like uh, fifteen hundred dollars or something yes, like it that? Did. Yeah, so that's gone up quite a bit since that first started. Uh, I'll tell you right now that no matter what, there's there's no way I would ever pay for uh, a sorcerer package. No, uh, I would rather go to a whole other convention that would give me the same exact benefits of a sorcerer package for uh, way way less money. So. By the time you hear this podcast, Sorcerer's packages will be sold out. Yes, they're gone. Don't even try to go. Yeah, and... don't even worry about it. So that's why I'm not even going to really talk about it. If you were going to get a Sorcerer package, you're already doing it. So, yeah. All right. So speaking of D23, you know, the kind of things that we see at D23 will be movies and all that crap. Uh, by next year, we'll probably be seeing some uh, stuff about Frozen 2. Just let it go. But, of course, coming this November 21st, we've talked about it before. Ralph will be breaking the internet. Uh, we got another sneak peek a uh, couple or uh, week last week, I believe. And uh, actually, before that, we had gotten a uh, a sneak peek of uh, the uh, the Disney princesses in their lounge attire. Yeah, I saw that. And uh, then we got this sneak peek where we get a little where we get a we get we get to meet a new character that was announced. That will be voiced by Wonder Woman herself. Gal Gadot will be playing a character named Shank. Yeah. Because she's going to shank Ralph. Be like, cha-cha-cha-cha. It looks like she'll be playing some sort of race car driver. Looking all badass and shit. But we get a little peek of her in the sneak peek. Plus we get a little little something with the uh, Disney princesses again. And now a special look at Ralph Breaks the Internet. We're going on the internet. Want to get rich playing video games? A racing game? Slaughter race. It is wicked dangerous. Oh, yep, Who are you? I think we should get out of here. <laughs> this car is not designed for a big boy. I tell you that. This girl can drive. I give my mommy 
a cake, she turned into a big bear. My Aldrin tried to do it in. If that's not a pure mess, I don't know what is. Uh, we can't understand her. She's from the other studio. Ah. Ralph breaks the internet. I get it. It's because she's from a Pixar movie. Oh. Because it was Merida talking, and she's from a Pixar. She's from Pixar. The other ones are all standard Disney princesses. Races. I guess. Yeah, so of course that is uh, Gal Gadot voicing during the slaughter race part at the beginning of the trailer. Of course, like I said, Ralph breaks the internet coming November 21st. Now, coming not quite that soon, but in March 27th of 2020, we will, of course, be seeing the live-action Mulan and production has now started on that. And we got our first shot of Mulan herself. But that's about all we know. Yeah. All right, so what? Two or three weeks ago, we showed you guys a video from The Rock. And uh, what's her name? Emily Blunt, right? Emily Blunt. The one from Mary Poppins is with him, right? Yeah. Uh, The video from Emily Blunt and The Rock. A couple weeks ago, we showed you that video. I don't know if The Rock is bored <laughs> or if they're just telling The Rock and giving him a camera and saying, hey, just talk, entertain people. Everybody loves the sound of The Rock's voice, right? 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 Of course. Right. This movie has been years in the making, and from the bottom of my heart, I'm so honored. We are also honored to bring this rich story Uh, and movie to life for all of you guys around the world. Now check this out. In 1955, Walt Disney imagined and designed and created the very first Jungle Cruise ride. And how about this? Walt Disney himself was the very first skipper for the very first Jungle Cruise ride. It is with great honor and reverence that I get an opportunity to play this role and we can show you guys this story. Walt, this one is for you, buddy. And uh, world, get ready for the adventure of a lifetime. Welcome to Jungle Cruise. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Oh, no. Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise. Hey, so that was a really cool video. Actually, uh, at the end there, the music and stuff, the camera pulls out and it reveals this really huge, amazing set. Uh, I believe you posted this video on the on the uh, on the old Facebook. Yes. If uh, you guys didn't see that, make sure you guys go back and look through there and look at this uh, amazing set that they have built somewhere wherever they're filming. Uh, so you know what's not being filmed is uh well I know there's I'm, there's Marvel movies being filmed right now but uh talking about old Marvel movies uh, of course it's the tenth anniversary of Marvel Studios and Iron the first Iron Man movie Happy and, anniversary Yes Happy anniversary and for the first time ever you can experience all twenty films Yeah from the MCU only in IMAX. Now, I think some of them are already sold. Some showings are already sold out. Uh, this starts on August 30th and runs through September 6th. Wow. It is over the span of a week. They will be showing having showings at 
I don't know what all theaters are participating in this. I know there's at least several uh, AMCs in the area that are participating in this. But over the span of a week, there will be showings of all 20 Marvel films at various times and dates over that span of that week. But don't take my word for it. Hello, IMAX moviegoers. Hey, IMAX fans. There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. When the cameras first start rolling, we just think about one thing and one thing only, delivering on the audience experience. And that's what IMAX does. IMAX up close is the greatest thing ever because the frame disappears. To fill more of the screen exclusively for IMAX theaters. You see more of the characters, you see more of their powers. There's more storytelling to look at. Ant-Man and the Wasp in IMAX is incredible because you really get a sense of how large Giant Man is. I'm in IMAX, that's so rad. It's like having the TV screen smashed into your face. I love watching films in IMAX. It's my favorite way to watch movies. It's the spectacle, it's the event. The colors, they're so rich. This film is best appreciated in an IMAX screen. You just want to stand in front of it in awe. As a filmmaker, that's what you want the audience to experience. It's just storytelling freedom. A lot of superheroes coming together. It sounds like the IMAX was the appropriate call. Damn right. Is your time. I'm going to show you something beautiful. Truth is, I am Iron Man. Yeah, and that will be actually the very first time you will be able you would be able to see Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, and Captain America: The First Avenger. It'll be the first time those movies will ever be ever, ever be shown in IMAX. Cool. Uh, but all the other seventeen movies have all been in IMAX of one form or another. But uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in seeing any of those movies, make sure you guys check out tickets and stuff because, like I said, they. I was looking like two weeks ago and I saw there was episodes or there was a showings of Guardians that were already nearly sold out or sold out. So, I mean, depending on what movie you want to see, I mean, some of the lesser interesting movies to some people, but interesting to me, like Doctor Strange or something like that, you might be able to get in some of those. But like, you know, the Avenger movies and Iron Man's and stuff like that might be a little bit tougher. But uh, yeah, so go check that out. Uh, you know who's not going to be checking any of those out, probably? Who? James Gunn. Oh. Yeah, I know. You guys are probably all t- here tired of hearing about James Gunn. We promise this is probably the last time, if not for a while, if not ever, that we will talk about James Gunn because we did get word, supposedly, once again from Variety, even though there was no real official statement from Disney. I was really tired of all these non-official statements. They're never going to own up to the fact that they made a mistake, and they're just going to stick to it. Uh, we got word that there was a meeting supposedly between James Gunn and Iger and Horn and some 
and supposedly Feige was not there or something, even though he supports bringing back Gunn, according to reports. Everything's according to reports, but according to reports right now, uh, and according to Alan Horn, James Gunn is definitely not coming back. So that's it. According to Alan Horn. The horn has blown. Basically. For gun. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of Marvel and not stuff like that, uh, we got actually got news today that the, uh, I don't know if this was ever official. The next Spider-Man movie was going to be called Far From Home. I know that the the title had leaked thanks to, I think, Tom Holland. Right. Uh, but I don't know if we ever actually got a, a confirmation that the leak the the title was far from home well not only do we get confirmation but that's far from home whether or not we had confirmation before but we also now know that that is going to be out in july of 2019 oh cool i don't know if we just didn't know that or what we didn't know but uh now we know whether we knew or not <laughs> so now we definitely know and knowing's half the battle the that's not Disney. If it was, I would hope that they would do a hell of a lot better job of it. You know what Disneyland does a good job of, though? Or what Disney does a good job of doing, though? What? Is uh, remaking stuff. Exactly. Everything's remade now. Exactly. So, uh, of course, we already talked about this. But now we kind of got confirmation of when it's going to be. And we got a little bit of uh, music with nothing but... Yeah, so that was a little blurb, which uh, probably is appearing on uh, Disney Channel right now, announcing the Disney Channel original movie of Kim Possible, which we've been telling you guys about, and that that will be definitely coming in 2019, but nothing more specific than that. Uh, but also the same day that that little teaser, teaser, teaser came out, we got word that Pat Oswalt will be returning to his role as Professor Dementor. Oh, cool. So uh, I think that's the weird that they're actually going to have him be a live-action version of his own yeah, voice no. character. That's pretty cool. And, of course, it wouldn't be a Kim Possible movie without Christy Carlson Romano, and she's going to be in the movie for sure uh, in, as of now, unspecified role. The mom? We already know who the mom is. Oh, I So I probably just, I don't know. We'll see. The new villain. It's going to be like in uh, the very first Scooby-Doo movie. They're going to rip off the head instead of Crappy or... Oh, well, I said it right. Scrappy-Doo. It's going to be... It's going to be the animated Impossible. Oh, <laughs> there <know>. you go. <laughs> <laughs> so also speaking of Disney Channel and DuckTales. Just finished up its first amazing, outstanding, so, so wonderful season this last Saturday with a awesome one-hour finale that saw the return of Magicka Dispel. I didn't get to watch it. Spoilers. In case if you haven't been watching all season, didn't realize it was leading up to the return of Magicka, yeah. you haven't been watching. But I just want to say right now, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out and say this, I, this isn't really that big of an audience to make such a bold statement, but I'm going to go out on a limb here. 
not only is this DuckTales better than the original DuckTales, this is probably one of the best series of all time. Wow. Best animated series of all time. This DuckTales is absolutely mind-blowing. Not only does it expand on all the things that the the original was great at, but you get the you get ten times the character development because in the original it was great, had great stories, but you never got that character development of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. You never really could tell them apart. They were always basically the same, the same, the same. Yeah, they sound the same. They sound the same. They acted the same. You never got those individual character traits with Huey and Dewey and Louie. Now with this, they all have different voices. They all are very distinctive. You got different specific character traits. You got uh, now for finally for the first time ever, I'm actually starting to actually know which one is which because <laughs> I've never been able to tell you which one of Huey, Dewey, and Louie was the green, red, and blue. Right. Now I'm kind of starting to know which one's which, and it's because of this show, because of the character development of, of Huey, and Dewey, and Louie, it's making them much more individual rather than just Huey, Dewey, and Louie, there's Huey, there's Dewey, and there's Louie, and then, of course, there's Webby, which, of course, had a character before, but now she's, like, way more interesting even more rather than just, like, the little girl in the thing the little annoying girl the little annoying girl she's super badass in this (laughs) she's like so outgoing she gets all the others doing you know motivated to do things scrooge is amazing the the character development on everybody even launchpad has is like 10 times more character development than he ever got in ducktales and darkwing duck combined and i actually thought he had a much better character in darkwing duck than he did in ever in ducktales and, uh, I mean, I understand why you're not really watching. You have, you know, you don't have DVR and, you yeah. know, other issues. But uh, if you're not watching, if you haven't watched DuckTales, if you're not watching DuckTales. I've actually seen. You need to freaking watch DuckTales because, like I said, it's 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 mind-blowing. I've actually seen, like, three weeks of DuckTales, like, on the Friday's whatever Saturday they came out that was home right and I've watched it oh it was on it was on it was on but then after that I just weren't wasn't home and then the, for the finale I was at the lake right <laughs> I mean it's just the, the and season, there was no ducks at the lake <laughs> uh, the season was so amazing and absolutely I loved it so much and I didn't even realize that it just went so fast I didn't realize that they did a full 22 episodes it was just so much going on but yet it was like all so awesome and the storytelling and everything and my i mean i just hats off to everybody involved with with that and uh you know if uh, people can agree with me or disagree with me about whether it's the greatest animated series of all time or whether any of that thing but uh watch it and you tell me whether you think still think the original ducktales is better than the new ducktales and if you if you're and leave behind all your nostalgia and oh I watched it as a kid and I loved it blah 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 leave all that behind and just watch the show and actually just take it in like in like a experience like Jimi Hendrix yeah and just take it in as a whole experience of just like watching it like as it's, it's of it, as if it's a serious show and you tell me that it's not one of the greatest things that you've ever seen 
Cool. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Oh, and I just want to say that, uh, you know, they've made nods to not only the original series, but the original Carl Barks comics, the newer Don Rosa comics. They've even made references to the to the DuckTales video game. And in the finale, there's actually uh, light spoilers, not spoilers. Uh, there's actually even a sampling of the the theme when you're on the moon. Oh, from the video game. You remember, did you play the video game? No. Oh, okay. You don't remember it at all. Scrooge bounced around and killed people with his uh, maybe, cane. Maybe. He bounced around on his cane. Yeah, I mean, maybe my cousins had it. Probably. More, more it was likely. on Nintendo, I think, or whatever it was. Yeah, they probably had it. So, yeah, it's just absolutely amazing, and uh, yeah. I can't say enough good things about DuckTales. Woo. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, other animated shows, uh, we've been waiting all this time to see what was going to happen with Star Wars Resistance. And uh, oh, just real quick before we go, I got a cool little video about John Don Cheadle talking about, I don't know if you guys remembered that he was going to be guest starring as Donald Duck's intelligible voice. <laughs> I just want to say that, all those Donald Duck fans out there that have been waiting for like the greatest Donald ever to appear, this is the greatest Don, uh, iteration of Donald ever. Is Don, Don Cheadle doing Donald Duck's voice, being like superhero status for Donald? Donald Duck's real voice is actually the result of a very inventive uh, voice box. When he does have that in his voice box, then you hear my beautiful dulcet tones uh, emit from his bill. Uncle Scrooge is in trouble, and it's up to us to help him. Wow, he sounds so normal. It was a lot of fun kind of figuring out how far he pushes things. I'm like, I don't know. If, I've never an done an animated uh, thing quite like this. Like, what's he saying when he's saying all those things you can't understand? Launchpad, head up the air attack to draw her attention. Do you think you can crash into the bin? <laughs> You're going to just have fun with hearing him finally speak in a way that's, you know, completely uh, different than they've experienced him before. We'll stay here and out of danger. Oh, come on! And he takes his power in this, you know. He doesn't just have a voice. He, like, he has elocution and he really, you know, his, his word selection is very careful. Do you understand? Yes, Uncle Donald. It was a lot of fun. It's always fun to do something new and... You know, voicing Donald Duck was definitely something new. Why would you want to get electrocuted? I don't. Is that a big word, elocution? Um, the other word he said is delatones or something. Oh, dulcet tones? That too. I have dulcet tones. No, I don't. <laughs> All right, so we're going to move on from DuckTales and talk about Star Wars Resistance. We finally got a premiere date. We finally got a trailer. We finally got everything and of course we finally got complainers wait no they're not it's not finally because we've been having the complainers they're just back out again complaining as always about the trailer for this talking about oh the animation looks stupid well you know what you look stupid so why don't you shut up so star wars resistance will be premiering sunday october 7th at 10 p.m eastern and pacific time on disney channel was it on disney xd before right rebels was on xd that's the first time I've noticed that uh, this is the first time I've noticed that Star Wars will be removing moving that resistance will be on Disney Channel and not Disney XD where Rebels was. So that's actually the first time I'm noticing that. Uh, I don't know if it has anything I don't know if they're getting ready to phase out XD. Is that you think what's about to happen? Well, it sounds like it. Cuz between remember DuckTales moved yeah. mid-season from uh 
XD to Disney Channel, and now you got the Star Wars animated is going to be moving to Disney Channel. So check that out. Can you imagine what it's like to be an ace pilot? This is your chance to make that true. I've got a mission for you. Yes! Blend in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. You can work on my team. Get ready to be impressed. But when it comes to your mission as a spy, I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. I just wanted to wish my competition good luck. This is fine. I'm fine. Just be careful and don't explode. I'll do my best. This should be good. Here we go. Star Wars Resistance, in all-new series, premieres Sunday, October 7th at 10 on Disney Channel. Yes! Have you seen the trailer? Yes. What do you think about the anime? Um, I don't know. It's... That's what you get nowadays. You get this That's what I say. I mean, of... these people complain about animation. They complain about the animation. Well, they complained about the animation on nothing is going to be as good as the animation on Clone Wars was. Well, I think people. Will I mean, that was top notch, three D, everything. You know, I mean, they were throwing all. They didn't have anything else to throw money at at the time Clone Wars was going on. That's all Lucasfilm was doing at the time. They were able to throw all the money at Clone Wars. People are going to say that, oh, this is Disney's fault. Disney is making everything look worse. I mean, people complain about DuckTales, too. So, I mean, and I think DuckTales has top-notch animation. I don't know what people's problem with that is. But, I mean, this is the way everything is with the animation nowadays. They send it out to, they send all their animation out to all these, you know, other studios. When you have 50 bazillion things that you're having animated, you can't have them all animated by the same people. They can't all be animated at the same quality. You can't have Star Wars Resistance, Tangled, Big Hero 6, DuckTales, uh, whatever else. I'm just naming the ones that I even, the ones that I watch, not to mention all the ones that, that none of us even pay attention to because they're kids' kids' shows. It's just, I don't understand why, you know, it's just, that's what you're going to get when you have, you know, this kind of thing is that you can't, everything can't look perfect. And to me, I don't th- think it really looks that bad. I actually get a super like Robotech vibe out of it, to be uh, honest. Right? Okay. I, I mean, mean, you know, I mean, what is old is new, right? Yeah. I mean, so when you get something that's, I mean, people are going to complain, oh, it looks too cheap. I, I don't know. It looks like the 80s to me. So, I mean, true. I mean, true. that. To me, there's a lot of, I mean, sure, at the time, uh, now looking at 80s animation, it seems cheap just because it's old. But 80s style animation done now, I don't think that it doesn't look that bad. So I think it's fine. People complain all they want. Watch it or don't watch it. I don't care. I would just rather prefer that these people just shut their mouths and just not watch it or not pay attention to it at all. So I'm excited. I'll watch it. Uh, of course, that's uh, you heard in the trailer that that was Oscar Isaac returning, of course, as Poe Dameron, uh, probably just for the premiere, and then maybe he might pop in every now and then whenever they can get Oscar Isaac to do voice, get him into the voice booth, I guess. And then, of course, uh, Gwendolyn Christie 
will be guest starring whenever as Captain Phasma. We don't know how how often she's going to be on. Probably be the same thing. But otherwise, uh, you got all your just your regular characters that we'll have to just get used to and see what's going on. Uh, we've heard differing reports. This definitely takes place between Return of the Jedi, uh, closer to Force Awakens. I've been hearing differing reports that say that this takes place six months before Force Awakens. That is unsubstantiated. We don't know. We just know that it takes place before Force Awakens. Uh, definitely closer to Force Awakens than uh, Return of the Jedi. Of course, with uh, Poe and BBA being there. So, right. Uh, the uh, actually the six months before with Poe and BBA being obviously together or whatever, or BBA having something to do with Poe definitely puts it closer, that much closer to Force Awakens, whereas maybe this series could actually take us, depending on how long they want the series to be, the the series could actually literally take us all the way up to Force Awakens, which is something that no other series has really done quite yet, other than maybe what the Clone Wars might do when it comes back. So, uh, I mentioned some of the cast before, nobody, it's all pretty much all new people uh, for the main cast. Uh, the main character, Kaz, is being voiced by Christopher Sean, who is apparently from Days of Our Lives. Scott Lawrence from the show Legion will be playing a character called Jarek Yeager, which in my mind has to be a homage to uh, Chuck Yeager, the man who broke the sound barrier. Did he ever uh, fix it? <laughs> I think he had somebody else do it. Uh, uh, Josh Brenner from the show Silicon Valley, who does the voice of Mark Beeks on DuckTales, is going to be in it. Also, uh, of course, we, I think we announced this one before, Donald Faison yeah. who's going to be in it. Of course, uh, Scrubs from Scrubs and Clueless. And then uh, Jim Rash from Community and Bobby Moynihan, who, of course, is one of the nephews. Yeah, that one I don't know yet, the actors that go with. Huey, Dewey, and Louie. That one I don't have quite down yet, but he's one of them. Yeah, I remember. I saw him. And then we also got the announcement, which we didn't know about before, that Rachel Butera will be voicing General Leia Organa, so we will get to see Leia in the series at some point or at least once. So, Cool. So, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Or Cocoa Puffs. Yes. So... Very excited about that. Can't wait. August, or I mean October 7th. All right, and to wrap up this big old long segment on entertainment, uh, we just just a little blurb, I guess, that uh, we got all the talk of the uh, streaming service, of course, coming next year and what's going to be on the streaming service. Now, a lot of people have been waiting uh, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of years to see if there was going to be any National Treasure sequels, any more National Treasure sequels. Uh, everybody involved with those have said they wanted to do it. It's just a matter of Disney not wanting to do it, I guess, because everybody else seems to want to do it, even Nicolas Cage. All right, well, so apparently this uh, the article doesn't exist anymore, but uh, uh, I don't know what John Turtledob is out promoting a movie that he has out right now. I don't know which movie that's out right now that this is, but it's one of them, and he was talking about it, and basically he said that uh, he still wants to make a third National Treasure movie, but he pretty much figures that the only way it's going to get made now is it'll probably be on the streaming service. That's what this was all pretty much getting to, is that he thinks that there may be another movie, but most likely if there is another movie, it would be a streaming service thing now. Oh. That's basically it. 
Hey. Hey, Anthony. Hey. I hear you got some mail. Yeah, I got some mail. We actually did get some emails while we were off. And our first email comes from Wreck-It Rachel. And her subject line is, Thanks, Anthony. What did I do? I don't know. Let's find out. She says, Hey, guys. Another week has come and gone. This year is going by way too fast. Thanks, Anthony, for the mall explanation. I was so confused. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused in Solo how he was there. I think I spent that entire scene trying to figure out how he was alive that I missed what he was saying. Good thing it'll be out on DVD soon. What a crappy life he had after Obi-Wan chopped him in half. I saw Christopher Robin today. It was great. I cried a little. Nothing like Coco. My question is, where did Tim go? He like disappeared halfway through last week's episode. Keep keep on regularly wrecking it, Rachel. Well, Rachel, we answered the Tim question already, so he's somewhere out there. Somewhere. All right, so the next email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Her subject line is so tired. Hey, Mousepire. Sorry to write you so late. I just got back from Florida. I'm so tired. My house was evacuated because of the fire, and I drove by today. I have pink stuff all over. I have a long week ahead of me. Lots of cleaning and lots of calls to the city. So happy Rachel asked the question about the lottery because I know exactly what I would do with my money. I think about it all the time. I would obviously buy a big house and fancy it up. Then I would buy a really nice condo in Anaheim. Oh, a house and a condo. Whoa. There you go. Maybe maybe the new ones on Contella so that I could just spend the night when I go to Disneyland and not have to drive. You know what? Ever since they started building those condos, we uh, always joked about um, getting one because I always stop at the bank right there, Bank of America, and, you know, right next to it are all the brand-new condos. And I'm like, hey, we need to get one of these so we could do the exact same thing. Don't have to drive home after going to the parks. She says, then I would rent a suite at the Grand Californian for three straight months and do nothing but walk around the parks all day. Buying all the merch I wanted and all the Thomas Kincaid paintings I could fit in my house. That's pretty cool. I would invite all my family and we would have so much fun. I would also buy one of those one to two million dollar homes they have in Florida that is part of Disney World. It's part of the Disney World that is part of the Disney World company. They literally pick you up at your house and shuttle you to the park. Hashtag life goals. The end. Happy end of summer. Love G. P.S. Have you bought your tickets for Halloween? Yes, I got my tickets for the Halloween party. Going to the very first one on September 19th. So, yeah, I will be there and uh, getting the candy that I'm not supposed to be eating. All right. Thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. So our next email is from Mr. Knight. His subject line is food time with Mr. Knight. Episode 2. What's up, guys? I'm back. I was hoping to get the email about the donut in last week, but I apparently failed. Yes, I know. Tim Dirty. That's more of uh, Michael, not Tim. Right. 
So in lieu of that, you get two emails in this podcast from me. So this week was hot as heck again. So I made it out to the park on Saturday, and boy, was it hot and humid. I think I like the park when it's just hot and dry. Like Tim had mentioned, you're just sweating any and all liquids you drink on these days. So yeah, my tip of the day is don't go to Disney when it's hot. But on the real, if you do go, go to Clarabelle's in D.C. and have the saladillas. I don't like those things. I'm not into those. The what? Saladillas. I don't know what that is. Those Mexican, like they put like the spices. Oh, no. Yeah, those things. You know, they have the candies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't even know they had those over there. Yeah, it was, I think they, I think they brought it out this summer. Mm. Now take notes, fellas. That's how you segue. (laughs) Hopefully you all laughed at that one. Uh, So now we get to have some food time. All right, so these are out of order, but first on the menu, you can find at Clarabelle and DCA's the Saladillas. Here's a picture of it for you. Oh, yeah, definitely not going to like this. Not just because of the other stuff, but two scoops of watermelon sorbet. Layered with fresh watermelon chunks. Whoa. Our house-made tamarindo sauce and chili lime seasoning. Wait, that's the same one? Yeah, this is what's on there. Oh, okay. He says, now this was freaking delicious and so enjoyable, especially on a hot-ass day. The winner was the tamarino sauce. It can get overpowering sweet if you have all of it, but the flavor of it was so on point that it literally reminded me of the Filon Bello Rico candy. It's such a sweet, refreshing, and sour mix of flavors all wrapped up into one bite. He swears like you know how to say all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yahweh. <laughs> all in all, would I have this again? Would I recommend this to the listeners? Yes and yes, especially if it's a, especially if it's hot outside. Second item in the menu you can find at Lamplight Lounge inside of DCA. We tried out the carne asada roll, grilled New York steak strip, roasted Fresno chili salsa, and all this other crap that uh, escabeche and crema. Didn't we have somebody last time who had tried then talked about it or? Yeah, Michael did. Oh, Michael talked about it. Yeah. Okay. All right. It seems to be pretty popular. Yeah. He says, so went on a, out on a limb and ordered this as it sounded interest, interesting and just wanted something light and wasn't going to be pungent in smell. We normally would order the lobster nachos, but because it was so hot, the smell of the lobster was kind of gross <laughs> and off-putting. <laughs> That's funny. So we literally drove, or we, we literally Dove in and dug right into this one. First bite was really surprising because in your mind, you see sushi. You expect the flavor of fish and shrimp. So when you bite into it, you get the first taste of seaweed wrap. Then the rice hits you. And then you get the avocado consistency. And then, boom, it hits you with the flavors of the steak, which completely made me think. Think twice about it as as it's unexpected. Then you bite into a, a piece of jicama. Makes you like wonder, what the heck did I bite into? Then you go in for a second bite and you seem to get used to it. And then you notice all of the subtle taste and really savor this 
concoction of a of a plate. To me, this is a lot of things that you're trying to think about. You know, like what a, what did I just eat? What does this taste? I I would probably already be confused and just like move on to the next thing. I don't know. Uh, all in all, would I have this again? Would I recommend this to listeners? I believe that I do need to have this again on a day that is not so hot and humid. I would recommend it so that I can gauge the response from everyone. I do feel that this will definitely not appeal to everyone, and some might love it and some will hate it. Were you interested in trying that? Did that sound like anything you would try? I mean, I would rather have sushi, real sushi, but it does seem interesting. I mean, I like carne asada. Yeah. I would definitely try it before I would have the stupid peanut butter and jelly one. Oh, right. Because I think anybody who pays for that is that's a waste of money. But yeah, I mean, I would try it. All right. Third item on the menu at Lamp White Lounge in DCA a cold Modelo Especial with some lime and salt. All right. So I guess the next on this list is the kitchen sink vanilla mint chocolate chip and mocha almond fudge scoops of ice cream with some whipped cream, chocolate chips, cherries. And two chocolate chip cookies. I love having those Sundays. Those are pretty cool. Didn't we hear that they were doing away with those? I don't know. I thought I heard something, but I don't see why they would do away with those. No, I mean, just just unless you don't want people having to walk around with it. But Yeah. I mean, that's not really, Disneyland doesn't care about that. No. So, yeah, that's what he had for um, his uh, day at the park, having some food, all those different uh concoctions as he says that's what he had so if you guys want to try that and maybe uh write an email in and how you thought it tastes especially the carne the carne asada one see what you thought of that that'd be great to hear other people's uh, reviews michael was here and he did talk about that um that one before so yeah, anything uh about uh you know anything from lamplight lounge or anything new from any of those places that we haven't tried yet, that would be good to you know hear about. So until next time, always remember that when it's hot and humid, find a building with AC, pull up a chair, and have some ice cream, and melt away the heat while cooling off with Mickey's sink. I'm Mr. Knight, and this has been another Food Time with Mr. Knight and Adios Caballeros. He better watch out if he's going to keep doing that. We're gonna, it's going to become a requirement. I think he wants it to be a requirement. That's I know, why he does uh, it. Like secretly, he <laughs> wants to be known as a, I don't know, I can't think of a food-related nickname for him. <laughs> All right, Mr. Knight, I appreciate your email. Pretty cool. And um, like, you know what? Look forward to your next one. That's pretty cool. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman. His subject line is, Aloha, Mouse Pyre, finally back after that week absence. How were the strawberries? Dirty, no invite. Uh, did, did I send you the picture of strawberries? Yes. Okay, so yeah, I have some strawberries up there. I had my own strawberries to myself, and I always I always send these guys the food pictures that I'm eating something. And it's funny because um, I'm doing an order of shirts for, uh, for uh, Dan for the chalk walk that's coming up this weekend. And... We're talking about, you know, meeting up so I can give him his shirts and everything. And he said, I said, oh, yeah, we can meet up somewhere and we can, uh, like, go have some food and get fat. And he said, well, probably more like dessert because, you know, usually he won't be able to leave until later. I'm like, oh, that's fine with me. 
And then he said, uh, just to be clear, mozzarella sticks are dessert. I was like, ooh. Well, unbeknownst to me, I went to Denny's and they ordered mozzarella sticks. So I sent him that picture. And I said, happy desserts. He says, man, I gave you that idea. So I thought that was pretty funny. That's funny. So, yeah, and I, like I said, I had some strawberries. I had this whole big old Tupperware bowl of strawberries. I was sitting there watching TV and eating. All right. He says, well, school is officially back in swing, and and so I haven't been to the parks. Been too hot anyway. I'm over this humidity. I will be getting up super early on Sunday, like before Diggs' bedtime, to do the chalk walk. <laughs> uh, this is the fifth year in a row that I've done it with some students and former students. Small team this year, but a few that are returning from previous years. We always get to enjoy the unique photo ops from it, even an AP op, which is literally just an AP background. Dirty Disney. Spend a little money. It's for kids. I'll give a food review on my experience and send some some pictures for the next episode. Maybe I'll even do something live for you. I don't know. All right. Well, you know what? This is uh, the next thing he talks about is something that we were talking about earlier that we didn't actually get to, but he's going to bring it up. So we can probably talk about that. Speculation running rampant that James Gunn will not be returning and that Pirates of the Caribbean Fast Pass is canceled along with a hold on the hotel. So we talked about the other two. Pirates of the Caribbean Fast Pass canceled. I mean, the, the machines are there. I mean, as far as we know, they're, they're they're getting. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's ready to go. They just it's ready to it. go. They just don't know where to put the line. Right. I don't know if they're they've just decided that they can't figure out a way to do the line, and they just abandon the idea. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time Disney spent money to then throw something away. Well, those. I mean, I don't. I, I really don't see it as wasting money because they can use those somewhere else. They'll just have them. Presumably for whatever the next ride or yeah, another they, ride that will they'll just have, them have fast passes. But I mean, uh, I don't think those ones are necessarily as custom looking as say like the one at Big Thunder Mountain or right. something like that because those that's more of a custom. Well, I mean, you just gotta think of the the otter shell is just a shell. You can just take that off and customize right. it. Right. Well, I'm talking about like a Big Thunder Mountain. Remember, it's built into the uh, the thing. That's, I think it's the same. I know they have the, the they had that building. That one isn't built is built into the building, isn't it? I don't think so. I think it's just. The I same. remember the picture you had showed me when it first when it first opened. It I would have to go back to the building. Look. Either way, I mean, yeah, it's definitely could be just repurposed, and so I don't know. It's just they waste a lot of time and money do, doing things that they end up not doing. So I mean, yeah, once again, not a surprise, but at the same time, uh, wait and see. You know, it just depends. The uh, you know, we only really have a couple one source on that, so it's just it falls into the category of we're only talking about it because he asked, right? Basically. All right. How much more do you think Disney can take before they just scrap the hotel, or will it be placating to the city? If you already talked about that, would you like to see a remake of Skull Rock in Disney? If Disney was ever to do another complete overhaul of Fantasyland. Be checking in with you soon, Dan out. Yes to Skull Rock. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's a matter of, I mean, Disney's going to have to placate the city. 
Meaning, if they're going to want to, I mean, they're going to have to give in or give something back to the city or whatever. Either they're going to have to be like, okay, well, you give us the subsidy and we'll do this. Or, you know, or they're just going to have to abandon the project or move it back to its original location. I don't know. I don't know what's how much Disney has invested into that project. It's not as important a project as, say, the parking structure expansion. That's much more important of a and on a deadline because that needs to be done by Star Wars. The hotel doesn't really need to be done by Star Wars. It's not planned to be done by Star Wars. So, I mean, unless they have other money tied up into already construction people or uh, contractors or any of the other, you know, uh, stuff like that, they're... The, the, the timeline for the hotel can be adjusted, let's just say. Because the hotel's not a priority. The only problem is, obviously, the theater and the places that left. And you have those closed, those empty storefront, those empty fronts, which, you know, are just going to either stay empty or they'll figure out a way. I mean, like I said, if it's something that's going to go, if it's something that's going to be pro- prolonged, I could totally see them trying to bring AMC back in. But, uh... I don't know. The hotel, from what we hear, is really only being created because Disney is out of Disney Vacation Club locations, as uh, except for Al- Alani, and not in. Basically, from what I hear, is that there is absolutely no Vacation Club locations in Florida left. All the uh, locations or the units are. It's all kind of like timeshare type, right? right? I guess all the ones in Florida are gone. So they're all sold. They're all sold. Okay. Uh, everything that's here already is sold. Wow. Uh, that the the reason that they've been pushing Alani so hard is the Alani is the only one that has locations, mm. and that uh, that's the reason why they're trying to push this hotel because this hotel will create uh, thousands more uh, vacation club units, and then uh, whatever that other hotel that they're doing in Florida, which is also supposed to create. Uh, you know, another thousands more. So the only real reason that they have for getting the hotel done is just to get those vacation club locations in. Otherwise, it's just like, I don't know. I mean, they could just be relaxed on the uh, timeline. So I don't know. We're just going to have to see what happens. Like I said earlier, it's really all about Disney and the city coming to an uh, amicable end to their little bat that they've been having and they just need to they need to take care of it and things need to happen because it's just gonna be a very annoying if you have to look at that empty end of uh downtown disney there it's just gonna be stupid yeah all right well thank you for your email dan the millman and i will be seeing you sometime this week get your shirts get them while they're hot all right well that's gonna do it for this um emails and i'd like to thank uh wreck it rachel giselle the gazelle mr knight and of course dan the millman and if you guys have any thoughts on anything we talked about today regarding uh, hotels motels, and Holiday Inn, exactly. all you have to do is uh, send us an email. Chew that food. Milesbuyer at gmail.com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. Or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. 
All right, so that's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Yeah. We, um, you had a lot of stuff to talk about today with all the movie stuff. I was like, I think that's the most we ever had in one episode. I don't know about the most, but it's definitely, uh. It's like 10 things. Yeah. Because there just happened to be a lot of things going on maybe yeah. in the last two weeks. Always happens that way whenever we have a hiatus that a uh, bunch of stuff just piles on. I just want to, uh, say this for the record. That while I was gone, I actually put into my notes on my phone what we needed to talk about when something came out, you know, like Hotel or Mulan and this and this and that. So I actually try to keep track of things. So I think I did good. Good job. I try. I try. So I don't know when I'll be uh, at the parks again. I have a lot of stuff coming up this weekend. Maybe Sunday might be a good day. I don't know right now. I just uh, trying to figure out what I need to do. Today wasn't a good day. I was actually thinking about going yesterday on Monday after I got back because I got up, I got home pretty early, and I was like, I was going to go to the park, but then I was like, I'm tired. I'm not going to go to the park. So I didn't go, but hopefully maybe Sunday I can get down there. I'm not sure. And uh, saw a picture today of uh, pumpkins being uh, transported to the parks. So pumpkins will be going up shortly. Almost that time. Yes. They should be going up probably next week. I'm going Halloween up. stuff will probably start going up literally next week. Yes, I would say so. Monday or Sunday night. I don't know. But yeah, I would say we're going to start seeing pumpkins and things like that. Uh, Pixar banners coming down. All those decorations on top of the, the entrances. Bye. Yes, coming down. So, yep, Halloween's coming up pretty soon. And uh, don't forget that uh, Bugsland is going by. Bye. So if you guys haven't gone over there and uh, enjoyed it, well, you better hurry up. But yeah, hopefully you get to the parks pretty soon. I can't wait. I haven't been there in a while. so. And then I still got to do some fat times over there. I There's that, uh, that Monsters, Inc. slushy thing going on at Smoothies. Some kind of monsters, like... It looks like Sully, basically. Oh, okay. I want to try that. I need to get there early because, you know, they close at noon. Exactly. I was just about <laughs> to make that comment that uh, the problem with smoothies is that they close early. Yeah. It's like stupid. Yeah. So hopefully I get to the park soon, try out the stuff. I got to uh, make a list because I forget things. Don't forget to check it twice. Exactly. And you're not naughty. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. I try not to be. Uh, don't forget that. This Friday, allegedly, no more lids, so get a tray, get a sipper, get rid of your kids. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Whatever it takes to not make a mess all over the place, don't do it. You can do it. Not that hard. Not that big of a deal. Stop crying. Settle down. They're just lids. Not's been doing it for a while now. They're still alive, even though their park is always messy. I'm still bringing my own. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, get your Halloween party tickets before they sell out. Yes. News you lose, same as always. And don't forget that as of this recording being out, D23 tickets now on sale. Early bird pricing. Get your D23 gold or family gold family membership and then get those discount early bird tickets. And don't forget that Saturday will sell out first. So Yes. If you want to go on a Saturday, you better get your tickets now. Right. Of course, if you want to stay up to date with any of that stuff, check out the social medias. We are Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on the Instagram and the Twitters, and Mousepire some, Mousepire on 
Snapchat. Yeah. Things. Yeah. You can follow me on Instagram at blue1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see when your button order is going out. And I actually have an order for 100 buttons that need to be done by Thursday. So that's why I don't know when I'm going to be at the parks. And it's for a wedding that I'm actually going to on Friday. So get your buttons orders and get your button order, your butt order. Wow. <laughs> get your button orders in. And uh, don't forget, you can follow DGP Clothing on Instagram also. That's D as in Donald, G as in Goofy, P as in Pluto Clothing, D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram. And you can also visit dgpclothing.com and get your mouse pirate gear. Help support the podcast with buying some gear, buying some stickers. Or you can help support the podcast by going over to patreon.com slash mousepire. And you can uh, get that hot off the press special of three dollars the michael and the og mail guy three dollars special help support the podcast there buttons not pins and until next time remember it may take a village to raise a child but it takes a theme park to raise a child who won't spill their drink so for james horner barbara harris and the queen aretha franklin i'm anthony and i'm Diggs. bye r-e-s-p-e-c-t I pressed the wrong one. <laughs> Fine, just leave it. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Anthony has a nasty face. Got some fluids leaking over there. Some, and uh, this time it's not me. Whoa. No more boob sweat. Exactly. <laughs> Nasty face, Anthony. Bye. Take your nasty face with you.